Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold on. It's coming. It's gonna... Oh. Please just sneeze. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to welcome Let's everybody? jump into, okay. Well, welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. And I'm Jack. That's right. Also, Taro is here, which is my dog, and it's her birthday. She refuses to speak. She, I know. <laughs> which is probably good, because she's well, not mic'd up. She fell asleep. She always falls asleep during the movie, so. I know. Yeah, she can't exactly. speak to it. I wish I could have done that during this movie, but it, what movie was that, Jack? Well, this movie was called Christmas by Design, which when we were uh, trying to find it, we thought okay. it was called A Christmas Stitch. Well, that's because I kept calling it A Christmas Stitch, and I have no idea where I got that. I think... It's, it's I th- just as good a name. I mean, it's it sounds like it would be called that. I don't know. Maybe next year they'll have one called A Christmas Stitch. But I maybe I'm mixing it up with A Christmas Switch. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That is definitely what I kept finding when I was trying to look for it. Yeah, my mom sent me pictures. She's like, are you sure that's what it's called? And then sent me a bunch of festive pictures of the the Disney character, stuffed animals. Yeah, I was like, they're not always on IMDb, but sometimes if you Google it, you're going to find it. When I Googled a Christmas stitch, um, and uh, for anybody who's interested, there are quite a lot of festive Christmas stitches (laughs) available online. I actually, I actually had a dream about Stitch last night, and I can't believe that That's I didn't. That's probably why. That Gotta must be why. why. Yeah. Oh, I Hannah hope so. Beats Babylon. Ugh. <laughs> so, can you please tell me what the Christmas Stitch is about? Because despite having seen it, I'm still not sure. <laughs> that was in character as the Hallmark heroine. Can you I'm please tell me sure. what the Christmas Stitch is about? Because I'm still not sure. Can you mansplain cars to me? <laughs> 
Oh, God. Uh, can man explain the f- family values to me? Oh my so God. Don't even get me started. <laughs> well, I'm going to. That's my job. <laughs> uh, Christmas by design. A fashion designer gets accepted into a Christmas ch- challenge to create a new holiday-themed, holiday-themed, holiday-themed uh, collection. And not only finds the inspiration for her next line, but decides to redesign her approach to what's most important in life. Starring Rebecca Dalton and Jonathan Keltz. Uh, what did you guys think of this? Oh, a slog. <laughs> I think that this movie is about, it was, you know how there are all those like biopics coming out of like, this is the founding of Apple, the founding of, of Gucci. Uber. This felt like yeah. the founding of Old Navy. <laughs> oh yeah, it did. Oh. Yeah, I thought it, I mean, it just had, we've seen already this time, we've seen some, some, okay, maybe I haven't thought anything was all that gripping yet this year but there have been some interesting little twists and stuff that made me feel like um we're moving forward and not gonna rehash 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 and then and then this one was just so camp i mean so camp is to not be enjoyable entirely um and it's already it has you said rehashed it has rehashed things that we've already seen like the mechanic oh my god oh yeah. yeah i mean yeah and and that could have been done in a fresh way i mean we're gonna get to that yeah. but overall so I don't want to say that I thought it was a bad movie so much as it I I I wasn't I wasn't really captivated by no, it. Lots of people had to do their jobs well to do this movie. <laughs> but but not all of them did. But <laughs> some people just cashed a check maybe, but yeah. I don't know who they were. Yeah, we're definitely not going to name names. <laughs> even if we knew them. Even if yeah. we researched. Na- they, they will remain <laughs> nameless. No. Those responsible. Um, well, so it doesn't seem like either of you loved it, but what would you call it? Because obviously, Paige, you've already renamed it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, but w- have you come up with a re- another rename? Uh, just Where Are You Elf Capades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the most central part of the movie. I don't know if we uh, were we watching the elf capades. I mean, for anyone who did see this movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Well, no, anybody, no, you won't. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, but yeah, but yes and no because this movie, as soon as, as soon as I heard the word elf capades, I was like, I literally went, what <laughs> out loud by myself, basically shrieked to myself. I couldn't believe they found that word in the ho- like. It's like inventing a new color to find that word. I couldn't believe it. And then I, the, when we were watching the movie, which I had to do one and a half times because <laughs> the first half I watched, I was like, somehow I'm not paying enough attention to, to this movie to get it. So then I watched uh, again from the beginning. And I was like, by the end, we were like, did we wa- Did we see Elf Capades? Is what we saw Elf Capades? Well, there's a lot to be said about that. There elf is. Capades. And we'll get back to it. But yeah. yeah, where are you, Elf Capades, I guess is what I came up with. Besides <laughs> A Christmas Stitch, which I came up with in quite an earnest way. What about, what about you, Beth? What the elf is this? <laughs> <laughs> what the elf? What the elf is this? That's about yeah. it. What the elf? We're the elf or the capades. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to brag, but I just came up with that one. It's pretty good. These are both writers. I am in awe of yeah. your talent. Pretty creative. Okay, so the way that this movie starts is with uh, our lead character, Charlotte, just passed out in her studio, in her design studio. Oh. In, in, in what they are pretending is manhattan um and uh she has fallen asleep because she is so i guess bored by what she has been designing since april which is nothing but loungewear and she's well she says well she she gets interrupted by her friend slash nameless employee 
who says who comes in and she tries to wake her up and then her and then our main character charlotte charlie is like i just don't have time to sleep which i love when our characters here say but mm-hmm. and then she goes on to explain every luxury brand is brand is slowing down yeah. And then she goes on to elaborate, I haven't created anything worthwhile since April. God, I wonder why their business is slowed. <laughs> it's hard to figure out. Yeah. And also, I don't know, was it loungewear? Because the, I keep thinking of the the gold sequin dress in the corner, you know, when you when they yeah. when they open, when they pan through the store. It was sort of like I could picture sort of the dowager character in, in something wearing this inappropriately gaudy dress but i mean this is a tough thing you know when you have her be a designer have her say i i as she did at some point she said i i I only make the highest end you know unique things and that's you know that's a tough thing to say when they're what they're showing us is some real shite you know (laughs) like not one interesting um design at all and and i think you probably could have even gotten an intern out of mm. parsons or something to come up with some well they were you know, nowhere near manhattan sketches. so they couldn't well no, but also no, I, think I mean production yeah but Definitely. that yeah i think that's why they usually in movies you don't hear the joke that makes the whole room erupt in riotous laughter you hear and then i said <laughs> you got a bug in your hair and then the room laughs because right. you can't come up with the joke that makes that land oh, yeah. you also don't you mm-hmm. don't often although we will twice today See some art that makes the world stand still <laughs> when maybe it wouldn't. But yeah, this you did at um, I, I remember one of your takeaways from this movie was about the way that Hallmark shows skillful people. And we when we talk about other, uh, you know, media that we like TV and movies, you and I, uh, Paige, often talk about um, how much we like a skilled main character, how oh. cool it is to watch Walter White be great at what he does. Mm-hmm. So the anybody, yeah, good that, or bad person, I don't care. Yes. Watching somebody be good at what they do is such a cool. It's such a cool factor. But your take about Hallmark, which is no. sort of the opposite. Yeah, they just they really love to showcase. <laughs> they love to showcase people being like. Well, it's like in um, Under the Christmas Sky where she's just like, I just really wanted to create something special. And then turns around the Sunny D logo. <laughs> I mean, it's just she really wants to hit people in the feels. I And everybody says the brother is a graphic design prodigy for yeah. adding text on top of that. Yeah, it's just the, you look beautiful. <laughs> and then you turn and it's just like, like, it's just... <laughs> It's that stuff. It's just you yeah. just don't really. I mean, you know, that's why so many movies do that. So many movies just don't show the thing, mm-hmm. and you're always wanting to. to that's strengths. why it's also why they don't show the the big number that makes people stop in their tracks in movies right. because it changes. They slide it across the yeah. table, which is why it's kind of better to show it less. That's why in Atlanta exactly. they barely show Paperboy rapping because. You're kind of wow. People but, who came to Hallmark might not have yeah. come here for the Atlanta content, <laughs> but, but but they are actually in that case when they show it because they do occasionally. They are, as we just said, they're they're playing to their strengths because they have you know they have Donald Glover who can make good rap. So that's and that's you know they can and do commercial that. rap. Yeah, they, and they can do that, but they still don't overdo it because that's not what the story is about. And because mm-hmm. they don't want to make that mistake that Hallmark keeps doing. It's just really hard to put. I guess what we're saying is it's really hard to put a spotlight on something super subjective and then have the movie be based on how commercially and unilaterally accepted and how universally accepted to be perfect yeah. it is. So, so when she wanted to not do loungewear 
And she said, it's because I do only the highest and most unique stuff. <laughs> I think that, that she could have come um, up with something a little less self-congratulatory. Not her, but the, the, it could have been written that she said something more like, well, I, I really only like red sequins. Or I, <laughs> well, I really, I, I, I prefer to do formal wear or something. And then just not maybe show not really too my many. Style. Or it's just not my style. But actually, because um, I think... I, I barely caught this, and I, I may have been wrong, but I, I did, I believe she said in the beginning when she's falling asleep, she says, I haven't designed anything great since April because all I can design is loungewear, which does not did track. Did she say that? Yeah. I, I don't think I she think says she that. Said that. I kind of want to check. Okay, let's check. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh. That's how you have tension. <laughs> That's-, That's how you put tension in a plot. So, <laughs> and then you had a twist. We <laughs> okay, so we just we just came back from watching it. Okay, <laughs> so I guess so. She says oh, everything I everything I design lately looks more like loungewear <laughs> than luxury, which I guess is actually just to say that's why she's gonna knock this out of the damn park later on. That is not reflected. But she's gonna yeah. do it real reluctantly because when she says. Everything I everything I design lately looks more like loungewear. It's kind of like everything I design lately looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we were all kind of right because she's really aiming to do something more high end, formal, unique, all that shit. She keeps saying about it, and um, yeah, she, it's it's like she <laughs> she really looks she looks down on pajamas. Let's just call it. Yeah. You know, you know what? You're like not wrong. Is. So the next scene is that her mom <clears throat> calls her. Her mom calls her with a draped neckline. Yeah, well, so uh, so far all of this is tracking. This is how it always is. Mm-hmm. But then she says something I've never heard before. Quote, would have been so nice to be together for the last year of Elf Capades. <laughs> that is what I, my note is. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I was literally, when I was at home, I laughed aloud at the top of my lungs when the mom said it would just be nice <laughs> to be all together for the last year of the Elf Capades. And then I died when Charlie said, wait, did you just say it's the last year of the Elf Capades? Like, it felt like such a double down on the, <laughs> the crazy. Everybody says it with, without a hint of No awareness. sense, of, yeah, no sense of humor. So mm, uh, They really should have gotten Dorothy Hamill to come and guest for this final year of Elf Capades. <laughs> I believe she was, she heralded in the initial Ice Capades. So they, they then reveal uh, another character. They reveal um, the stepfather who's in the background looking like he might as well be Winnie the Poohing in a diaper behind her. He's just <laughs> doing a little dance. And uh, and uh, wait, she's, <laughs> isn't this the boyfriend? No, this is uh, this her stepfather, Rick. Okay, yeah. And she says Rick and I are going cross country skiing, uh, and is all disappointed that she's not going to be coming home for the holidays because she never does. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and the reason for that we find out in the next scene is because she's staying in case there's a customer. Despite the fact that her nameless employee says, you know, 80% of our sales come from the website, right? Right. Which is like 80% of nothing. is yeah. <laughs> I got no reason to stay there. I'd just like to add one more thing, and that is the store was called Alistair. Al- yeah. And Which- I don't, I mean, for one thing, it is hard enough to keep track of the names of any characters in these movies. I often come away not knowing what the heroine, heroine were named. Um, but I don't know, Alistair, that just bothered me because I, I, it was misleading. It sounds like a men's store. 
I don't know. I, I would just I was a little confused when she referred to Alistair the first few times. Just, over and over again, it was confusing. And then what, I don't know if it was Richie, my boyfriend, who was on the last one we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, he was watching with us. But this was the first time that we've watched one of these movies together this season, by so the tell, way. So tell us what you think. Tell, if, tell us if you think we've ruined it by doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were afraid we would lose our witticisms. But um, actually, maybe don't tell us. We might be too thin-skinned. Yeah, we're but not ready. <laughs> <laughs> one thing he pointed out was that Alistair is the name of Alistair Crowley, who is a famous Satanist, which is a crazy thing to do on Halloween weekend on the oh, Hallmark yeah. Channel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I listen to a lot of Red Handed, the podcast, which is about, which is all like bizarre stories and it's like true crime. And I have heard a lot about Alistair Crowley. So when he said that, I was like, oh my God, that's what it's, that was the bell it was ringing. <laughs> it so. actually, it kind of does sound more like a loungewear brand. <laughs> uh, it sounds it puts me in mind Alistair. of Hugh Hefner, but the um, the mm-hmm. in the next part of that scene, actually, a customer does walk in in the background while they're screaming. Richie <laughs> also pointed this out while they're screaming about how the store is failing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, bad vibes only. <laughs> yeah, it just felt like so she designs everything in there and they only sell it there. So it was. Well, they sell it on the hmm. website too. No, 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 they no. They sell I almost all of versus, it. No, no, no. There's no. They store it there. Too. They don't. Yeah. They don't. They store it there. That might be it. But they don't have a, you know, an occasional um, spot in Bloomingdale's or Target or whatever. You know, I no, mean, they're it's a boutique most, shop. But, you know. But yeah. okay, so then there's the huge disaster. So she, she, this is this is this part's so confusing because again, <laughs> I watched it one and a half times, yeah. and I'm afraid people are gonna listen to this and think I'm not paying attention. I am paying attention, but I can't. We're taking some, notes. I am taking notes. <laughs> I am pausing it when I take notes sometimes. And the thing is, it still escaped me. But here, she is at home and she goes to, like, w- you know, use the water at the kitchen sink, and she's like, oh. Jeez, and there's no water, mm-hmm. which, as somebody who has the worst landlord in the country right now, and I have frequently not had water, and I took a cold shower today. If you don't have water, suddenly you're in crisis because you're like, well, the next time I have to pee, it's over. So yeah. it's you like have one flush yeah, left. You got one flush. You're one flush <laughs> away from mortification if you have a, a guest over or a partner. I mean, everything. <laughs> so she's got she's got no water, and she's just like, oh my gosh, I guess I can't rinse my hand. But then she goes to her store, and it would make much more sense if she lived above her store, but I don't think she does because she walked to work then where there is some crazy disaster where a pipe bursts, and it bursts all over her expensive clothing, which has been made with silk that is $120 a yard, which (laughs) maybe is correct. Maybe it's low. Maybe it's high. I don't know, but that sounds crazy. Quote, why are my garments completely drenched? My garments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they but, were selective. It was like there were a lot of holes in the ceiling. And... But tissue attached to all of those, all of the dripping as well. well and the landlord, confusing. speaking of the worst landlord in the country, he was there. Yeah, the that is my landlord. Yeah, he was there. And you remember what he says? It, mm-hmm. Old pipes was bound to happen. He does not care. It's what? his he building. He was so he doesn't casual. Care. He was so casual. Not there. <laughs> Again, there is misplaced rage in all of these movies. Misplaced, like the, the things that they freak out about. They're always like, I'm so sorry to the men who say really, really mean things to them at the end of these movies. Can't they're control always, their emotions. Yeah, they're always like, there's always some kind of crazy crisis. And they're like, oh, well, what are we going to do now? I am not going home to my loving family for <laughs> Christmas. 
Like, they're so imbalanced. So this happens. Her entire livelihood is destroyed. This may as well be her sketches Mm -hmm. completely drenched in water or going up in flames. And then she's just like, oh, well, what am I going to do? And I understand, yeah, luckily they had the insurance thing covered. But even so, you can't get them back. It's not like the whole place is flooded. It's just that one stand is a little wet. And it turns out that the garments that she make that she makes, and this actually comes up several times, are just not washable. They're no, you cannot wash them in any way. If they get wet, they're done. They're one use only. Yeah, they're single use. Don't go out in weather. Don't sweat. Uh, well, we, we did skip a scene here. God knows what was in those pipes, though. And they they are blow drying them in a wad. She gets a pile of them, <laughs> which and seems she's a lot to worse. Blow dry them. But don't pi- don't pile your wet drenched silk together, and mm-hmm. then helplessly, fecklessly try to blow them dry with your con air. Yeah, did that start with one of them saying, well, I have an idea <laughs> yeah, that yeah. they thought might work? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, if you've ever had, oh my God, that's like putting your hair in a bun and trying to blow dry. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> if a blow dryer uh, would work, I have to imagine that a dryer would work. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but they're, in, they're in New York, so I guess we can excuse the fact that they have no access to a washer and dryer, and also that they have a landlord that is... Awful. The worst. Yeah. yeah. So th- we did skip a scene, though, and that was uh, a slight, just a moment when she's at home right before she discovers that her water doesn't work. Um, which that is her water broke. That her water broke. Twice. Mm. Two different ways in no. two different parts of the city. Really got her. Um, uh, there's a little bit of exposition. And we actually paused for this because we were pretty sure we knew what it was and we were wrong. And then it turned out we were right, which is that there is an article uh, that is saying... The, uh, the 12-day elf capades are to be stopped due to the city pulling funding. <laughs> and I love the idea that a holiday no longer exists if a city doesn't fund it. But also, <laughs> yeah. but also the picture was a banner of a man who just, it just looked like a memoriam picture. So that's why we paused it was to read the headline and find out. If we were like, oh, that's got to be her dad. Yeah. Um, but it didn't say anything. Well, it was her dad. It was the only picture they have yeah. of her dad. It's the, yeah, it's in five frames throughout the movie. <laughs> But it seems like that article used to, like, in the original version of it, used to say something about him being dead and that they thought it was too wordy or something, so yeah. they just kept the picture of him. <laughs> so she she's, while they're sitting around, <laughs> sitting around the pile of drenched silk, mm-hmm. blowing at it impotently. <laughs> they may as well be doing it with their lips. That was the Yule wad. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. While they're doing that, um, they, they're talking about how she needs somewhere to stay, and she is, she cannot... For the life of her, think of somewhere to stay for Christmas, even though one of the only other scenes was her being invited for somewhere to stay for exactly that length of time. But yeah. she'd clearly rather die than go home. She um, also doesn't even want to go home at first. And then her her assistant is just like, you can't stay there with no water. And she's like, well, I guess not. And it's like, you fucking <laughs> of course not. absolutely not. You already have to pee. Like, no. But this is when she gets a call. Uh, at what seems like nine or ten at night, which seems odd, but she gets a call uh, and finds out that her friend applied for. They, they did not make it clear in the scene. I did not understand, but oh, so then her sister, her f- sister, it doesn't matter. Her, <laughs> her friend, acquaintance, her, her employee, this gal. It turns out she entered her into this competition for what I guess is like a Nordstrom, you know, some sort of version of Nordstrom. It's called Warwick's, is it? Yeah, Maybe? yeah, I think it's Warwick's. That sounds familiar. Yeah. A department store. <laughs> I love that they still put so much importance on department stores. But, uh, she has been mm. she has been uh, running this. I think it's important because you mentioned, you know, she doesn't have a, a Bloomingdale's, a Target, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And this kind of is her chance to get that. Mm-hmm. 
but she's been running that shop for 10 years yeah. with Manhattan rent and, and not being able to come up with things for most of the year. Yeah. So No, and she said everything was handmade too, didn't she? So she makes like each garment is a one-of-a-kind and one size. So know. it's like the, yeah. the shop for Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all in her size and she doesn't understand why it's not selling. Weird. But so she's been entered into this comp- this Christmas challenge to then design. It's basically American Idol for a designer for this like Nordstrom-like store. Um, <laughs> and so she finds out she's been entered into it. And then her friend's like, you could be the next Donna Karen, which I thought was really weird. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I mean, Donna Karen's still around, but it just, it didn't feel progressive as these movies never do but yeah it's like a weird weird pull yeah it was it was just it felt a little bit dated felt like being like you could be the next natalie imbruglia yeah (laughs) that just uh. felt like as far not even not from a love natalie imbruglia no 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 shade (laughs) just as far as a weird pull yeah i i didn't really understand it well and so then she goes to the meeting uh where she really doesn't want it it seems. Oh my God! No, you would think she's she'd be desperate. It. Yeah, you'd think she'd be desperate. She's got this. Is her shot? She's. Uh, you'd think that this was her one shot, and she is instead. She's like, oh, you want me to design family wear, lounge wear? As oh my God, the <laughs> the amount of talking about lounge wear is if it doesn't like. You'd think she'd be like, oh my God, it's so funny. I was just saying all of the clothes <laughs> I've been designing look like lounge wear, and then you invite me to. That's so crazy. Right. But no, he, she's just like loungewear for families well that's really not my vibe and he's like well we thought that even though it's so super not your vibe that you might be the right fit for for us we thought maybe you could bring something special yeah no it's she's acting like they want her to make diapers for dogs or something you (laughs) know like i don't know you make things that fold right (laughs) look lisa rinna made like made a million dollars off her depends commercials so Mm -hmm. nobody should be above anything right yes that is something i think everyone in doing any kind of creative industry has definitely learned is that nobody's above a capital one commercial yeah but the but uh so she's she says uh she's given eight days and she's like eight days that's not a lot of days oh my god but then she also throughout the movie she's just like it'll be no problem and then the next scene after that she'll be like it's it's not a lot of time and then the next scene she's just like it's easy for me and then the next like she cannot decide if this is the easiest thing in the world a walk in the park or if it's too hard for her so she makes the obvious decision, and she drives to the town of Bro- uh, Brooksbend, Brookbend, Brooksbend, I think. That sounds um, it true. Works, whatever. <laughs> uh, and she she goes uh, on her drive in. She doesn't hit a car. Yep. She gets in a non-accident. <laughs> uh-huh. Stops five she feet just, away. She's but looking- her but her car freaks out, and the bumper falls off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a like an old Tom and Jerry cartoon where yeah. they're so cold, all their skin falls off. <laughs> I'm not sure what Tom and Jerry cartoons did you watch. <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't that much flaying in they're the ones fur. I watched. They're fur. Yeah. But so, yeah, so she is in her car and she's hearing the radio talk about the elf capades. I also would love to tune into the local radio when I'm driving in and, and listen to someone talk about my dead father as I do. And then she drives into town and goes, oh, no, and then gets out of the car. And it turns out that she has run into the car in front of her. And then the most... I'm sorry. I don't want to insult any human on this earth, especially not somebody who's out there putting themselves out there being an artist. But she gets out and meets the most charmless man I've ever seen in one of these movies. Mm -hmm. He gets out 
Well, that's not true. He's not the most charmless man I've ever seen in one of these movies. He's the most charmless man I've ever seen in one of these movies, but I haven't seen as many. Yeah, I feel like I've had this charmless man by not the Smith stuck in my head ever since we watched this movie. <laughs> this is, he just feels like a guy that you dated and can't believe you ever considered. He reminds me of that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So he gets out of the car and then he's super, super rude about the fact that she didn't damage his car. <laughs> and then it turns out he's the mechanic. And it, then it like it's just exactly the same as where are you Christmas. He's the mechanic and he's like got a tow truck. He's he it's crazy. And it's going to take about as long as the movie takes to fix up her car. Is yeah. So part of it. Which we is- should. Beth pointed out last time, body work doesn't happen in a weekend. Mm-mm. Well, actually, and you made that same joke with, with about the first one also because it was relevant then too. Right. Um, we should point out that you mentioned that the radio was playing in the car, but that is actually how we find out that it was her dad uh, and that he's dead and that he is the one who founded the Elf Capades, right. which is just not really <laughs> necessary, but that's how we find out. Yeah. Um, my next note is this is the insurance movie. <laughs> Yep, that's all. <laughs> so the car is getting fixed, naturally. Uh, and she gets home, and every member of her family is just, you know, pretty rude to her. And she's pretty rude to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then they and then they invite her along to the first Elfcapade and say, come on, this was always your favorite of the Elfcapades. Which it isn't, by the way. That's Pajamboree. <laughs> but, yeah, so this movie, the kind of way it rolls into it is like, we're, okay, she starts to get to know this charmless man, and then she... What we find out that their opposing energy is going to be, you know, because usually one of these movies that, like, sticks in my head is, like, oh, he needs to pretend to have a girlfriend for the holidays. Otherwise, his dying grandmother is going to be sad. And she needs to pretend to have a boyfriend. Otherwise, she's not going to get the promotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how the, the the two of them. So that's their they have opposing needs. So the way, the way that this uh, happens is the next scene, they're at a diner and believe – me every uh other scene takes place in this diner and um <laughs> and uh we find out about evan who is uh the mayor and mm-hmm. was somebody she dated a long time ago or yep. something um but evan who is the mayor and i think is at least he's not great either but he certainly seems a little more a little more charming he is not actually the person that every single person in brooksdale or whatever uh wants to be with it's the mechanic yeah, so the mechanic who's super rude to the main character, whatever her name and, is. And a lot oh, of people. Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy, the mechanic is obsessed with Christmas to like a spe- like a, a suspicious level. He's like, I want to know what his backstory is because something brought him to this town. Like Escaping the law yeah, after he killed he, his last girlfriend. He, yeah. is, he is happy about the elf capades the way you are when you're happy that you're not just let out of the pen for an hour. <laughs> like he is happy about Christmas cookies the way you are happy that they're not the things that your bitch wife used to make before you killed her. Like they're yeah, they, he has he, he has, has a, those vibes. Something happened that yeah. brought him to Brooksville, and the thing is, is that he is talking about that. He's like, "Well, I can't imagine why anybody would ever want to leave here." And so then you it goes, don't want to leave. I can't imagine here, why anyone would ever want to leave me. Uh, here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so and then we go on to find out that he is considered by everybody in town to be just drop dead gorgeous every girl is obsessed with him he may as well be gaston with like the <laughs> yeah. m- the trio of milkmaids going oh 
But you could definitely exactly. tell why Gaston was supposed to be attracted to those girls. Well, we, we, that's why you animate them when they're supposed to be that attractive. Yeah, he should have been the only animated character in this movie. That exactly. Been, that, oh, that would have elevated that would have, it. So fun. Then there would have been a reason that everybody was so interested in him, that's for sure. That would be interesting. <laughs> but, but, then so, it's all, but then, sorry, but then it's also like John Hamm in 30 Rock, where it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. he's got the handsome bubble. Oh, yeah. Like, he's pretty universally attractive. But even if he's not, it's funny. Because if you don't think he's hot, it's funny that what's happening is that everybody thinks he's fun. He th- thinks he's hot. Well, it's just like we we were talking about with the the fat the jokes, uh, oh, the, all the, the fat jokes, where like you you actually like it, there is a way where what it, he's referencing is when we were watching checking it twice, where yeah. they had a character that Hallmark kept doing what we can only call fat jokes, which we which were just in such poor taste. It was a little shocking. Yeah, and, and you pointed out that it would have been funnier if it were a skinny character like like exactly. Audrey Hepburn this is and the Charade. brother-in-law or something, right? Yeah. And he just every time he wanted a Christmas cookie, everybody's like, "Are you sure you want that, piggy?" Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> and then they actually like, yeah, just short of having him snort. God, whatever. We're not talking about that movie. <laughs> but the, but you, you know, just like that, this is a situation where like you can use the trope of everybody thinks this guy's attractive, and you can also not make him, you know, the most. Ob- uh, objectively attractive person on earth but i do think you have to not make it really kind of feel like he's a serial killer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean and he's like this guy's fine looking it's not about whether or not he's ugly it's not that it's just like it's what you always say beth where like the second that some influencers like or some like rea- reality sh- show star is like look mm-hmm. i'm gorgeous <laughs> the second that somebody says that you're like are you though? Not not as gorgeous yeah. as you were five seconds. Yeah, ago. it's well, like a little humility would be great. And then so like that guy, him just I don't know. The movie did him no favors by doing that by making these all these like desperado women just like I don't know. It made no one come off great because it made all the women oh. seem desperate and sad, mm-hmm. and it made him look like you know a little bit like lamer too. Well, well so he we- was charmless, and they could have just shown him to be charming. He could have been. You know, hey, Ella, how's the, you know. Or not How's your dad's? It. How's your dad's gout? You know, or whatever. <laughs> he just didn't seem to interact Hot. with them. There was no. Actually, in Mystic Christmas, that guy and the way he was, like, you know, affectionate to everyone and helpful to everyone in town, that guy could have been well-liked by people, sure. Yeah. Right, could have been, I, and it, actually, he was well-liked by us. I, yeah. th- that really worked as a charming character. Didn't look that different than this guy either. No. I think that this is one of those things where, like, the guy – he could have just been one of those characters who kind of didn't get that everybody was obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. That would have been uh, fine. But it's but that's that's the thing is that with the attitude he already has, it's weird. Well, so I want to I want to address uh, how we find this out because it's it's a scene that can easily go unnoticed, um, which is that when they get to the diner, uh, Charlotte meets a couple of her friends that she knew in high school, and obviously she's been running a, a shop for ten years, so she's been out of high school for a long time and apparently never goes home. But these people all act like they're still in high school the second that they see her. And they're very Townies. weirdly affectionate with her, and then they all they all get you know starry eyed about uh, about the mechanic who walks in. That's how we find out is that her high school friends are like oh, he's so dreamy. How's my hair? Yeah, minty. Um, and that. <laughs> how i misunderstood that scene the first time which is why i had to rewatch. she said oh, how's yeah. my breath yeah. no she yeah, said yeah. how's my hair and then she said good and, and then, then she said my how's breath. my breath and then she said minty but right. i missed the middle so yeah so then they go they go fawn over him and he escapes to the back to uh to decorate cookies and then evan the mayor walks in with his new young bride or whatever and uh she does the same. She also escapes, which again, kind of a weird thing to do in a diner that you don't own, just to go behind the counter and 
escape. But that's yeah. what she does. She goes back and she starts decorating cookies with him. And that... With ketchup it, and mayonnaise it, on yeah, bottles. Yeah. And that's how the plot starts. Is that he's like, hey, you could be my buffer. You could make it so all these girls who... You know, these bitches want me. So you can make it so that they don't... They can't get to me. And then I can help you... Find inspiration? Yeah. What this... Mecha- <laughs> this is, again, this is a mansplain movie. I just... How this oh, mechanic... Yeah. And he does for the rest of the movie just teach her how to do her craft. I don't see her walking in <laughs> and, and being like, well, I guess she does at one point say, walk in and say oh. something about soldering. That's all. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, ugh. Well, so uh, then the, the two girls, they kind of like come over the counter and they say something, something. And then we're like, we'll be waiting and then do a seductive wink. Oh, that is exactly what away. they say. Yeah. He might be a while. He's pretty slow. And then they're like, okay, we'll be waiting. So I believe then the they replaced the the nameless best friend with the nameless sister now. Mm-hmm. Um and she says and I agree with her here, quote, I can't believe you're doing the rest of the elf capades with some mechanic you just met. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to do the elf capades? Well, what they did with well, the elf capades here, yeah, it was what they should have done with her designs. Mm-hmm. What? Leave it to your imagination. Oh, yes. Although I would have loved if they'd gone one further and uh. and just had them come in like, I don't know, like the, the first night covered in like blue silly string and saying, <laughs> well, okay, night one that of the Elfcapades is done. Down. And then some of them don't make it through day seven. Yeah. I do, that is... And then they come home like holding big baskets of eggs and chestnuts and like <laughs> night two was pretty good though, huh? <laughs> Wait, can you grab the spoons? We have to go to night four of the Elf Capades. <laughs> exactly. I think what we were watching was the Elf Capades, but it wasn't clear. It was just so confusing. They explained what like three of them were because the first one was just a Christmas market, which. Right, but oh yeah, I don't know. I just I think it would be really hard to be a person who is triggered by the holidays, not because like family stuff can be hard or because like it, it's a lot of pressure or something but because your dead dad invented something called the elf <laughs> that your whole hometown does every year i mean actually that is something they did that is now explore. also being taken from you <laughs> like what a lot i what? would i can imagine why she wouldn't go back to her hometown but they did not explore that they just made her look mean i know but then she has to utter sentences like the christmas market is just really hard for me <laughs> i don't think that's ever been spoken on this earth um mm. we then find out that the mechanic had a wife named laura oh my who God. is dead also that Boy, comes up the widows already. two more times ever in this whole movie but that is his whole characterization laura. that and that he's perfect at darts for some reason mm. a savant because he pictures the face of somebody he doesn't like and i have to imagine yeah. it's his ex-wife that he killed <laughs> yeah <laughs> which also that we actually already felt like he might have killed his ex-wife before we knew his wife his wife was dead exactly <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he tells her that, and she gets really good at darts, too, because she pictures him, apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, also, yeah. my next note is, this guy cannot hide the fact that he's a fucking bro. <laughs> like, he just slips into bro, like, bro, bro accent sometimes. Like, he just talks like he's really good at beer pong. Merry Christmas and whatever. Yeah, like, he just can't, like, sometimes he's, like, sometimes he remembers that he's an actor in a Hallmark movie, and he's like, my wife was, she was beautiful. And then the next minute, he's like, cool. (laughs) And he just can't manage them both. No, it's definitely true. Um, And so in that scene, the I think it's the same girls. It might be different girls are gastoning over him. And she's like, 
I'll I'll make them go away. And she does that by putting by cupping his neck. No, she saunters over to him and yes. then then cupping his neck and staring at him until neither of them are smiling. <laughs> Which yeah, I, that scares people away. But but yeah, but also like there's nothing. We all know there's nothing less attractive than when the person you like is liked by somebody hot. Like yeah, of course these these women are not gonna just be like oh. She likes him. I don't like him anymore, I guess. That's not how that works. Especially because she's supposedly, supposedly, because supposedly she's leaving in two weeks anyway. So it's like, he's just going to ever, it's just going to get way worse when she leaves. And then like now he's been elevated by the fact that the pretty Manhattan girl liked him. I don't know. That's just, that's not how that works. No. So uh, the next scene we jump back to, and we have a few of these. Speaking of jumping. (laughs) That the, the the number of times I will or would let a future child jump on a guest oh, in her bed that yeah. I don't hate is exactly zero. Oh, God. I cannot imagine. And then that child who spoke for some reason in a Scottish accent in that scene. A few people did. A few people did. And we looked them up and they're not Irish or Scottish, correct? Yeah. Right. No, nobody. I don't think. He's just like. My mommy told me that I could jump on your bed <laughs> if you weren't awake and that I could hook bar to tie. And then she's just like, okay, I'll be down in a second. But then also her sister says stuff like, oh, you finally joined us, which I oh, yeah. hate. They're all like that. No wonder I, she didn't want to go home. Yeah. No, I, I think so too. I feel the same way. But I hate when people say things like that in these movies. It's like the crack of 8 a.m. And then they're like, oh, rise and shine sleepyhead yeah literally it's like she's home for christmas and she works so much she sleeps at work she slept past the sunrise let her sleep a little bit hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So they uh, they have a few of these scenes where we check in on, you know, I guess the plot, such as it is, um, and uh, have her coming up with ideas. And she just keeps drawing things that, first of all, look nothing like <laughs> loungewear. And it just seems like she and she just and she does not understand the concept and, d- and doesn't understand why everyone doesn't just want to dress like a ghostly bride all throughout <laughs> the year. Well, the challenge wasn't to make lounge whereas i recall something it was family. to be festive yeah. it was supposed to be something festive something holidayish one item for a man and one item for a woman and they had to be family friendly yeah so no g-strings and- <laughs> yeah. but so this is why she needs the mechanic to show her how to not 
dress and sequins all the time. Well, the first person you're going to ask her. when you need yeah. fashion advice is a mechanic. He's wearing coveralls the entire time. <laughs> Which she hates. Which yeah. she is going to shit all over. Uh, yeah, so she, talk- she talks to him and... Um, People keep using the term human mannequin in this movie as if they've never heard the term model. <laughs> and then this guy, again, this mannequin just trying to teach her how to be a fashion designer. Like... Oh, did you choose Pictionary so that you could kick me back into gear for work? Like, an ulterior <laughs> motive by any other name is still manipulation. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. That, that, a lot of Hallmark uh, people need to hear that. <laughs> um, she, so when she's talking to him, though, we get a little bit of development uh, on, you know, like why she's, why they've both chosen the lives they've chosen. You know, he's come from, he won't tell her where. And she, <laughs> and she lives in New York City. And she she talks a few times throughout this movie um, about how much she likes living in New York City, how much she likes that place, and has no interest in not living there. Yeah, she loves New York, what quote unquote. Yeah. Um. So he's he has her, you know, and this is this is the kind of scene that only Hallmark can keep alive. He has her sit down in his classic car and sit oh. patiently and pretend she's interested while he explains how cool and important it is and how it just made me so glad i'm not 23 putting up with that shit anymore mm-hmm. well neither is she and should she but close your eyes and touch my leather <laughs> that's a great alternate <laughs> title for this movie well it's pretty much the most important thing that happens actually um and uh, they, they, this is uh, soon after this, the family reveals, um, the existence of the pajamboree, another made up word. My na- my note for that was just pajamboree is just followed by a lot of silence on the page. <laughs> yeah. It's the final event of the elf capades and n- everybody is so excited for it. <sighs> at, the, it at this fun. point, I mean, yeah wearing pajamas anywhere is great which is why we all started doing that for thanksgiving several years ago but again this is like three quarters of the way through my notes when i wrote what are the elf capades (laughs) so i mean but so she yeah she's designed she's gotten this idea now to design pajamas final at long last and she designs them and you know again i would love to be like really respectful of people's ideas and work and stuff but when I say that these are the most butt ugly things I've ever seen in my life. Actually, yeah, and they had the problem. I actually like that buffalo plaid that you see a lot at Christmas time. Yeah, not you see a lot. You, yeah, you're a saying it's lot. not she's not the first to Oh no, she's not the first. And she's yeah. also not the first to ruin it by interrupting it with a solid piece of fabric or solid panel. Yeah, I so, really hate that. I actually actively have seen it enough to dislike a plaid interrupted by a a, a, a solid, weirdly placed solid panel. And so it's this is like a very well established design, and frankly, I'd have never seen it in a higher end line of of clothing no, or anything. And maybe. for anybody who didn't watch and it who's just listening to these for no reason, plaid pants, completely normal plaid flannel pajama bottoms, which is what Genius. you know, it's the platonic ideal, and then a top that is just flannel, like from the shoulders in, and it's a Henley. It's Henley. T- no, it is like a Mandarin collar. Oh, that's right. It does right. at first. It, en- it all- ends up a Henley. That's the, right. The final version. And then, and where, like, a, you know how a hoodie has the pocket you put your hands in? That part is solid color. And, and I this- thought it looked like the pregnancy panel in that, you know, that's stretchy huh? in maternity pants. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no, that part is flannel. The the yeah. body, the torso is solid, is solid color. The sleeves are flannel again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
God and it's and it's, it's ugly, but it cert- I mean, it's not even interesting enough to be that ugly. So it's certainly not a <laughs> a, a winning design, at least I wouldn't it's have just assumed. Cra- it's just crazy to be because she's like she's looking at it and she's not like, I don't know. It's fun. You know, it's not she, just like, yes. you know, but she just goes, I don't know. Something's off with my design. I don't know. Is it that it's so incredibly bad? No, actually, she says, well, it's pretty great for a first try. Yeah, but pretty she also great. says something's <laughs> off with my design. Uh, it's just. She, she's right about one of those things. I mean, and again, it's just like she it's a their pajamas their pajamas but this leads us to the next part of the movie which is this is the crazy part bingo oh because bingo is the next scene oh then go go for bingo <laughs> go for bingo oh god that's just how you how i in my other persona answer the phone in the 80s <laughs> um, so uh Yes, so they, they go to Bingo, which is apparently one of the Alphacapades. By the way, they're 12 days, so it's the 12 days of Christmas. They oh. could have called it the 12 days of Christmas. The 12 days of Alphacapades. That's what they actually call them. So That's true. I didn't even think about that because they didn't do any plays on that at yeah, all. Yeah, and it's Bingo. Bingo's one of the Alphacapades. So, <laughs> so, Five golden bingos. <laughs> God, I can't, I can't believe I'm, in, I'm to bask in the brilliance of such writers. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> so um, at bingo, I'm not really sure how this happened, but somehow the winner, if they really wanted to win, had to kiss someone under the mistletoe really fast. There was a tie, so it was like oh. whoever, the first people to find someone to get kissed under the mistletoe by wins the competition. That's a recipe for assault. Yeah, a Hallmark movie, a Hallmark movie, I wrote Hallmark podcast in my notes, but <laughs> a Hallmark movie can only have a kiss in the middle of it if they don't mean it, and only yep. if they accidentally mean it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so they... Um, and the reason that that happens is because the tie is between uh, those two, our two leads, and Evan and his new... Uh, his new chick, chick. His new gal. His so, new fiance. So for whatever reason, that's what's going on. And he's trying to get her to come over and kiss him really quick. And 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 she and he's like, babe, babe, f- f- come, fiance, come here. <laughs> and it's like that. And she won't... She can't hear him for some reason. Hey, so the guy just walks over and is like... She's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, helping you win or whatever. And then I know you really win. want that teddy bear. Uh, no, you, <laughs> that I think enormous that was he, responsibility. That might actually have, wasn't that kind of what he said? I <laughs> think so. Like that. Winning you that teddy bear, I think might have been what it was. So that's bingo. Uh, that's and bingo. That's bingo. So then the next scene uh, is when she shows off her mechanicing skills and he's working on a truck of some kind. Are you going to solder it? Are you going to solder <laughs> My it? My dad taught me all about cars. Check. We got a cool girl knowing about a boy thing. And now this cuts right to a, a the scene craziest that comes out shit of I've ever seen. Yeah, the cra- the craziest shit I've ever seen. Because so he has a surprise for her. Oh she yeah. Covers her eyes or she <laughs> closes her eyes. It seems like she walks a mile with her eyes shut. <laughs> she opens her eyes and it's a tow truck, and it says Gregory's towing. And then he's like, it's her dad's name. Yeah, her dad's name. And she's like, oh, wow. I, how did you? And then he's like, gives some elaborate, again, serial killer vibes. It's like, basically, he's like, it was on Craigslist. So I drove really far, <laughs> got it from some weird guy, paid a lot of money for it, didn't want it to sit on some highway. So, like, he gives the weirdest explanation of how he got it. And then he, but the thing is, is we've never heard anything <laughs> about this 
tow truck. We Nothing. didn't even know his no. dad, her dad, w- worked in towing, but no. also towing, tow, tow, tow truck masters are, f- uh, it's a famously loathed p- profession because of the fact that the people who get their cars towed are f- so often f- sad and furious and <laughs> bankrupt by it. And, and it, like, at this point, the way that this movie was set up, if you were going to present something significant from the plot setup, he had better have presented to her an elfcapade <laughs> because we have not talked about a fucking tow truck. But we had talked about the significance of elfcapades and her dad. So he better like open it up and there's just like a 12 foot tall glistening blue <laughs> glitter elf. And it's like, I got you the elfcapade. <laughs> Right, well, the, but this with the tow truck, there was some mention of the there were some overalls, coveralls. Yep, there were coveralls it, in the back and it, of it. And it made you know, it's like, yeah, if you, how? Okay, just so many questions. Like, did the did the dad die in the truck, and then it was impounded? Well, this is the thing. And it, you know what I mean? Like, because it was like it, otherwise, if it was a treasured thing, why did the family get rid of it? And if the family oh, got rid of it, why it didn't been? they remove his personal effects first? Where yeah. has it been? So they sit in the truck together. Yeah. And and because I, I kept notes of every moment of this scene because it was a lot. It's crazy. They love that old 90s radio and then they put on a song from the 1930s. But they do that by, yeah, as if an old radio means that old music will be on it. But the way the way that they do this is that he, he gets in and she's in the driver's seat this time, which I don't know, symbolism, I don't know. And, and, uh, and they're just kind of, but they're both exploring it. Not only like, they like he's never seen it before but like neither of them have ever been in a car before yeah and he's like let's see if it has any juice and i'm like you probably where did you how did you get it how here? did you tow the, <laughs> did tow, you truck? Tow, the tow truck exactly. so he turns it on turns out it works um which god like how long has he been dead i'm pretty sure it wouldn't work but i i, I guess he found it at the scene of the crime which I would guess. be easy for the murderer so he, <laughs> so so then they're searching through it and they find coveralls and they just keep finding like his personal effects and it's just it's a weird wallet. So bizarre yeah and here's dad <laughs> oh and here's, here's one dad of his now. fingers <laughs> and i'm Don't wondering cancel my elf cupcakes <laughs> i'm wondering uh just as a side note do you think I mean, have there ever been any Hallmark movies where they did a, did the pun mistletoeing? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's good. Jack. This would have been a good one for it. Yeah. Um, that's going to come up on my little Hallmark videos online. <laughs> Don't you mistletoe my truck, mister. <laughs> Holy shit. How did they not do mistletoeing? It seems clear. So- that is going to be a big plot point. I, I will give you credit for it, but that is great. <laughs> I don't even want to get off the tow truck thing, but I know we have they to. They just dart past it, so we have to as well. I just, it's, but then she gets home, and her sister, who is asleep in the middle of mm-hmm. the af- in the middle of the evening, no, again, no shade, no problem with that, but if you're going to wake up and immediately start being judgmental, <laughs> then I got a few problems with it, Missy. She wakes up, and she's like, what time is it? And then she's like, eight o'clock. And then her sister's like, oh, and gives an <laughs> eyebrow. <laughs> Excuse me, you're asleep. You're surprised. What? It- she wakes up at two at the morning, two in the morning, and goes to sleep at six p.m. and and she thinks she's normal. That's yeah, what and then it's judgmental of anybody for it being any time and them doing anything at that time. Yeah, um, and I guess this is where we are supposed to be humanizing the mechanic in some way. Uh, oh, is this it- when he eavesdrops? No, before right before sad? that, he goes and he asks D D D D D. Yeah, who runs the diner? For advice, and everybody keeps asking for advice, her for advice, but she's just like, I guess the best this town has yeah. for wi- wisdom because she's not wise, she, and it doesn't seem like she's got anything particularly great going yeah, on. She doesn't know and isn't interested, but she's the one that everybody goes to for advice because she looks the most like Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, 
<laughs> and so she basically says, um, if you like a girl, maybe t- uh, you know, tell her, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets some flowers because he's inspired and he comes over and that's when and that's when he walks up the stairs into her home Mm -hmm. eavesdrops on Mm -hmm. part of her conversation because he hears her being flattering so he stops because he wants to keep hearing it yeah 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 (laughs) yeah 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 and then and then she says one quick thing which is well, I mean, I don't know. It could never work. He's in coveralls all the time. And, and he's like, that <laughs> fucking bitch. And he leaves. He basically lights the f- flowers and the house on fire it's and leaves. crazy. <laughs> this guy with his absolutely wafer thin ego <laughs> had to book it so fast out of there to go be a mechanic at her in his shop. And he was still in earshot when she finished saying... Well, or maybe it could. He is pretty amazing. Yeah. Right. He was still in earshot, but... I mean, she did still say the coveralls thing. Yeah, I mean... Well, that could have meant, I'd really much rather have him be naked. Oh, <laughs> like way, all the other women it in could also, Yeah. But it could also just be snark. That doesn't have to be the end of your relationship. He's in coveralls all the time, otherwise. and I do fashion, so... Yeah. <laughs> so oh he ghosts God. her. They're supposed he is to such meet. a jerk. This is... This is... This is... It's like he personally wounded me. But honestly, this is the thing that that actually makes me mad about these movies that I don't think is good or worth supporting, which is that they really, sometimes these men are fucking mean to these women. Yeah. They're jerks. And then the women end up apologizing. And that is what the next 15 minutes of this movie is all about, where he's a real jerk. He's so punitive. And then she comes to like, you know, be like, well, I guess she waits at him for the at the diner where they're supposed to meet. Yeah, that's how he handles it. Yeah, he just doesn't show up, and then she goes to like the goes to the the shop, and then he like gives her some you know hurls something at oh, her. No, oh, I no, guess no, no, I before, forgot. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he yeah, I guess must, it slipped my, slipped my mind. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, well, what's going on? Like, it seems like something's up, or whatever. Like a woman, a you know, a person trying to communicate, and then he stor- starts to storm away. And then he raises his voice, turns to her, raising his hand when he does, and coffee splashes all over her with his gesture. He does hit her. We watched it a couple times. It's not obviously what they were what they were trying to convey. He crashes into her. But he he hits her. He doesn't hit her. But he he crashes into her. He accidentally backhands. Yeah, he backhands her arm. Not just her coffee. but, But the thing is, what was he trying to do? Because he does turn hard towards her. I think he was trying to turn around and put his hand and be like, "Look, just leave." But the thing is, is it doesn't matter because at that point you have to be like, "Whoa, I'm the guy who's wrong." I am the guy who's so wrong. I am so so wrong. But instead, yeah, he doesn't. He he does apologize right yes, then. Yes, but for he that. but he isn't just like, oh my god, hold on. I just really need to like calm down, t- take a beat. I, yeah. I'm overreacting. I this is well, something no, I do. I wouldn't have liked that though because that would have no. That all seems too much. They really just shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I guess that's thing. you're right. You're well, right, he does say because she says anyway. you because obvious... the instant apology is also textbook abuser. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, true. Which is also that's another thing you were talking about that these movies really support more than they should, which is women giving up their entire lives and everything they personally care about for a man who has not been able to keep his emotions in check several times in a in a, in a series of days mm-hmm. just because he's experienced trauma of some kind or has lost a wife or something, mm-hmm. and that somehow excuses the fact that he cannot be trusted in a relationship. And then she perpetuates the pattern again. I'm not trying to get too on my. The thing is. 
this movie is the is doing it. It's yeah. not like I come to this movie so that I can watch people walk around in a circle and talk <laughs> in a pretty environment. And then they bring it to this really intense level. And I don't yeah. want that. Like I want it to be like silly and nice and whatever. And and you know, have the 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 silly conventions we're kind of teasing them for. But the thing is, like, sometimes they're 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 rough like this, where she then goes home. Well, there's a some... reason. This is th- this happened for a plot reason. We do have to. I mean, so the whole reason they did that was to get her new clothes wet. Yeah, she because had to, they yeah. can't be fixed. If her they're wet. yeah, her design got covered in coffee. So she's like, because she was bringing it to him. So she's like, oh well. I guess this is ruined. And then she goes home and then she storms into her family's house. And then she's like, no one talks about dad anymore. And then she gestures at Rick, the stepdad, yeah. and says, and then you have Rick replacing him like some actor in a bad sitcom, oh, yeah. which is so yes. fucking rude. So mean. That's why I thought, I thought that Rick wasn't even a stepdad. I thought he was He might boyfriend. be just a boyfriend. I don't no, he, know. He's a stepdad. I think they said it. But I whatever. What, I mean, it, th- just to, yeah, they're actually, she shouldn't have said that no person should talk about another person that like way. They're, like they're not in the room. Exactly. Yeah. And be so derisive about it. And she's a grown woman. She shouldn't be. Yeah, this is her mother's choice. She should be much more respectful of other adults. Yeah. But this you know what? A- As her sister says, saving the elf capades won't bring dad back. Oh, this is a dark, <laughs> I had a dark movie. <laughs> this is a dark movie that is just played to Christmas music and pretending it's not dark. So, but also, Rick da- Rick says Dad was a dear friend later oh, on, God. and well, I want to know what the gossip is there. But that's we're in not the next. That's in that actually is in the very next scene because the, this is one of these hallmark tropes where the very next scene everybody apologizes and makes up because she has to do the whole uh, finale. So she does apologize and she gets around to Rick and is like, "Oh, well, yeah, but no, but, but is that before or after she goes and does the whole?" That's Fashion before. Show. It's before. Oh, really? Yeah, because she has two oh, resolutions. She has to enlist his help. Yes. <laughs> yes. She has to. Uh, so she she realizes she's not going to be able to do the fashion show unless she has people to sweatshop for her. So she decides to apologize to her family so that they will sew for her. And yeah. that is what happens. And she apologizes. When she apologizes to Rick, yeah, he says, he says, um, he's, okay, oh, when he's, he, oh, yeah. yeah. When she apologizes to Rick, he says, your dad was a dear friend. And I want to know what the gossip is there. I was never mm-hmm. trying to replace your dad. And it's like, well, except you in clearly in some ways were. Yeah. <laughs> just but, not as a dad. But it's just crazy. All the it's fun, just crazy. no responsibility. And so then she gets all of them to like help her sew all night. And then even when it's all done, she goes, would you guys making mind making one more? <laughs> Which is like one more entire set. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's not pour an extra glass of wine, will you? Or even make an extra cup of coffee. It's will you just throw together an entire from scratch with no she's pattern? Been saying was impossible this entire time. Anyway, so she her idea now, based on her obsession now with this guy, is to make pajama coveralls for the whole family, based on the mechanics coveralls. And she drives back to New York. Four hours. Uh, four hours back to New York. Yeah, she's in Connecticut. She drives back to New York to do this. And when she gets there, she finds out that the event is delayed by at two hours. I think is what it is. Yeah. And Did they say bit. why? I, no, he was like, "You just know how they, you know how these things go." Yeah. And I agree. Yeah, she should. And it's Christmas Eve, right? Which is crazy. Yeah. With the, the scheduling on Christmas Eve and Christmas in these movies is nuts. But. Yeah. Um. I yeah. actually, I think <laughs> you convenient. mean, I think yeah. you mean pajama rama or whatever they called it. It's <laughs> pajamboree. Pajamboree. Not. Not Christmas Eve, not <laughs> not in Brooksdale or whatever. 
So she said Brookville, Brooksdale. Yeah. Brookton. So she decides she decides not to stay because two hours is too long for to get given. I have a plan. I have plans with my family at eight. I can't believe you already drove four hours today then and planned to be here for only an hour. And if it's two hours too late, then it's too late for you. And so she makes the models go take off their clothes and bring (laughs) and bring them back to her so she can leave. So then she books yeah, it back home. Why not just leave the clothes and the models? And, hey, let me know how it goes. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I have obligations, and maybe this ruins my chances, but I gotta go. Instead, she does it. She goes all the way back home, gets to a parking lot, nearly hits the the lead actor's whatever his name is. She almost hits him. Well, she's five feet away again. Yeah, yeah. but she well, acts gets out. like she in this hit him. town. That's nearly hitting. Yeah, that's she, hitting. Well, yeah, except for what <laughs> he does when he crashes into her in her coffee. That's not considered no. hitting. Ooh. But then she gets out of her car. And then she apologizes to him, even though he was a freaking jerk. Well, she says, I wanted to see you. And he says, are you sure? Because two times starts to look intentional and he should know. Yeah, he would know. <laughs> two, that's what that's what the judge told me. Yeah. <laughs> so then she and then they say, I love you. And this is the first Hallmark movie of the season that's done that. Yeah, it is. And then she just leaves her car where it is. <laughs> and then In the they middle go of the inside. parking lot. They go inside. Well, who's going to tow it? Am I right? Her dad's dead and she's with the other one. She, <laughs> yeah, he's with the tow. Exactly. So, And then yeah. she gets, she gets, so she goes into the gymnasium. Pajamboree. Yeah, where they're all wearing pajamas. And she, I don't know, they're all just standing in a circle. And then she gets a call that is not on speakerphone, but everybody can clearly hear it anyway. She gets a call from the guy in New York and he says, what you took, what you did took, took real guts. Oh my God. And I because, love and this. because of it, I'm going to make you win, which is really going to piss some of the other designers off. Right? But you, you win because you like your family. Yeah. That, that shows real guts. Yeah. You like your family so much. You aren't even dependable as a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want as an executive. Crazy. So that's the movie. So what do you guys think about fixing this? How to fix this film? Film. Uh, Motion picture. How would you fix it, Paige? Wow. Um, you know. <laughs> Sometimes there's no way. Uh, there isn't for me. The there, it's tough to answer that because there wasn't really a central idea that needed to be communicated. The twelve it's just days elements. of Elfmas or whatever it was called. <laughs> What was it called? Elf Capades. Elf Capades. Elf, how could you forget Elf Capades? Um, yes. Anyway. Also, they didn't save Elf Capades. No. No, they didn't. That's true. But it's just, this is, you You and I have talked about this in writing a lot. There is no plot. It's just a bunch of elements. I think there's another word we'd it's use for obstacles. it. It's obstacles. Yeah, it, well, it's. No, it was a bunch of scenes, but they weren't building toward anything. It's and they concepts. Weren't, but it's also was, obstacles, but well, yeah. it's not, but it's just things for her to step over in order to get to that. I love you. It's the answer to the question, what if the 12 Days of Christmas were an event and they were called Elf Capades? <laughs> and what if there was love? And what if, like, it's just, it's not what would happen. There is no real story, it, except I guess the competition. But, yeah. No, I, yeah, I feel like this one is just like, I, if I were reading this idea or, I don't know, reading a pretty, uh, reading the outline maybe, I would just te- I would turn the, the page back around on the table and slide it back and say keep going. It's not that <laughs> yeah. it's it's not that it, there's nothing that can be done. It's just like I would just need to see m- more. And like if I were to be coming up with some idea about a New York fashion designer who goes home for something called elf capades. Oh. Uh, first of all, 
I guess I would cut the fact that it's a mechanic since that's redundant since we already had a mechanic this season. Yeah. Um, maybe make him somebody who I don't know. Let's have a little bit more fun with it. Maybe he used to be a male model and he mm. doesn't want to, and he like put that all behind him, and it can be kind of like Channing good. Tatum in The Lost City. Where he's just like, or, you know, and he's kind of fun where he used to, or he took a lot of pride in being sort of the, the face of the romance novel. Maybe it's like that. Maybe there, this is like the model and the designer and it can kind of, they can have fun with that. And it, maybe there's something there and you can kind of play with that. And well, maybe it's, I don't know what, what from there really, except for cut the tow truck business, cut the cars, get the cars out of these movies Cut all cars from these films. Mm-hmm. We did actually do a little experiment where we guessed what uh, the ending of this movie would be before we got to it. And I think my guess did and was that she would fall in love with a model. Do you remember what yours was? Mine was that she would be that she would bring big fish, big city fashion to the small town and small town fashion to the big city. Yep, And one of those happened. Well, both of those happened. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's true. Yeah. Really? Do you think what was the big city fashion to the small all the, town? All the family members were wearing the coveralls. But they cuz they were like elevated coveralls. They were, were like they elevated though from their perspective. Yeah. Were they though? According yeah, they the, had like the fancy the they had the fancy name tag on them oh, okay. and stuff. And all right. They well, were then nice you were right. Yeah, I just thought it was my prediction was yeah, we're going to take country we're gonna take country to the city yeah i think i actually did kind of like the coveralls though now that i think about it because I, I remember they were I, all right. I hated the first design but the coveralls actually looked like something i'd i'd wear around they Christmas. were cute yeah okay good so that makes the movie a win no did you like it <laughs> no i mean i i <laughs> so tense i didn't it's a, a not, this is another one that i won't watch again let's just put it that way there was nothing like um visual about it that I would want to, you know, just even put it on as scenery. Sometimes I do that with some of, of these movies. I'll just put them on while I'm walking around or mm-hmm. working in the kitchen or whatever, just because I want to glance over and see the yeah. pretty colors. Imagery, and yeah. um, I didn't feel like that so much with this one. Well, I think something that's going to come up because we're going to we're about to record another one. And the next one that we're about to record clearly had a much bigger budget. And I think sometimes... Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that these people are coming up against, because, again, I think that the people who are making these movies are doing their best. I think, th- And they're also working within the guidelines of the fact that these are Hallmark movies and they have to come out how they have to come out. Like uh, it they, might they, be, I was going to say, it might be a little insulting, actually, to insinuate that this is their best. Oh, no. But <laughs> <laughs> they're doing what they can do within the, yeah. within the parameters of what they're doing. Right. Definitely. And that's what I mean by that. And yeah. then, But the thing is, is that uh, I think that a lot of what they're hamstrung by is budget. Because, yeah, they're in, they're in the diner. They're in this room. They're in that room. And it's like, but then you, the next movie we're doing clearly had a huge budget and it was great looking, you know, it looked like totally different. Yeah. Wow. Um, the process of filming, actually oh, like filming these is, yeah, 15 days. I know because we have a- No well, overtime. And no. no retakes. No, because I have, uh, I know somebody who is a person who acts in these movies. Mm. Who we might see tonight, Ooh. and yeah, I, I I know him, and he told me personally that it's two weeks. Yeah, I mean, and I think that in that sense, it's like doing an SNL episode. I mean, in that yeah. case, they're yeah. doing a great job, and that's the thing. I think we say it all with a grain of salt. Yeah, and I love and I love watching them 
And I think it's, you know, this is just not, this one didn't like have anything in it that really hit me. I didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. You, Jack? Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. no. no I wanted out of this movie at every stage. Yeah. Uh, except for when I did briefly believe that they might elaborate on the elf capades. <laughs> but once the second and final fake event term was spoken, I was out. I was done. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would Jack personally. Capades. <laughs> I would per- personally. I, I, I would watch uh, more elf capades content. Yeah. Well. Wasted a good word. Yeah. Uh, which elf capades and pajambari. Pajambari. I just wish yeah, they'd have good, fun. But... That's what this oh, movie yeah, lacked. No fun, it no had fun. no fun. That's the more we sit, talk about it. Yeah. This movie lacked fun, which honestly, I think that us even talking about it lacked a little bit of fun because mm-hmm. I, don't I know think where that I'm, the, I'm out. <laughs> the movie lacked a little bit of fun. Well, speaking of no fun, we we should go ahead and wrap up because we do have another we have another one to do. Speaking of fun. Our social media is on the internet. So we have <laughs> Nameless Best Friends as our Instagram. And you can find our other Instagrams from there. You can find mine, Beth's, Jack's. And information about any new uh, episodes that we'll be putting out. Um, we're just getting started here. So we're going to be putting things out a little bit more haphazardly. But we're going to get to a pretty regular schedule pretty soon. Just as you will with watching these movies. And yeah. you can also check namelessbestfriends.com. Which yeah. will just redirect you back to the Instagram because I haven't done much of a website yet. <laughs> so you don't really need to check that. <laughs> well, it will take you to our, to our Patreon, though, and it will take you to, uh, again, our other our other endeavors and things like that. But well, yeah. if you like what we're doing, uh, please feel free to support us. It always, every little bit helps. Everything you can possibly do helps. Review, share, tell your friends, yeah. tell Download. your mom. Tell, tell your mom. mom, tell your nameless mom, yeah. tell your nameless best friend, tell your nameless sister. Next time she's like, Oh, isn't it nice of you to join us? Be like, shut up, sister. Listen, I, I need you to cheer up. So go listen to this podcast. It's funny. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. And uh, I hope that we're, I hope that we continue to be a pleasant addition to your holiday season. Yes. Happy premature holidays. Merry Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.